I'm Shari De Silva, curator of the Jeffrey Bauer Art and Archival Collections at the Lunaganga Trust. This podcast is part of the Bauer 100 program, a celebration of the architect's 100th birthday. Jeffrey Bauer was famously silent about his work. There are only a handful of records where he opens up about his influences, routines, and practice. He also rarely saved material like correspondence or sketches, which often form the core parts of an archive. The Oral Histories Project tries to fill this void by collecting the memories, stories, and experiences of Bawa's friends, clients, and colleagues. Thank you for tuning in. On today's episode, we have with us architect Philip Fowler. He was one of the four young Indian architects who were hired by Jeffrey Bauer's practice, Edwards Reed and Beck, in the 1980s to assist on the design of the new Sri Lankan parliament. Philip ended up staying on in Sri Lanka for seven years, working on the Triton Hotel, the Druvi de Saram House and the Horagolda Stables, among other projects. He returned to India in 1987 and joined Sankar and Associates. In 2007, Philip, together with his wife Minnie, founded the practice Fowler and Fowler. Philip is a keen conservationist and completed the listing of the major heritage buildings of Comatore for the Indian National Trust for Art and Cultural Heritage, and he was instrumental in saving the now restored Victoria Town Hall from destruction. I met Philip at the guest suite at number 11, Jeffrey Bowers' residence in Colombo, on one of his frequent visits back to Sri Lanka. He recounted many amusing stories from his time at Edwards Riedenberg, and he also spoke about the symbiotic relationship between Jeffrey and his partner at the firm, Dr. Puloga Sundaram. Well, the first memory, or I think it's better if you'd ask me, when did I first know that an architect exists. Well, I was a student in Madras, Madras School of Architecture. And that's the time Jeffrey was renovating the Coromaro Hotel. And uh, the architectural review <coughs> had uh, a feature on Jeffrey which included Bendota Beach and Serendipity. And there was this black and white photograph of the coffee shop in Serendipity looking through this window at the sea. And it was really built in seats and it was absolutely perfect. And that that's when you could say I really uh, met Jeffrey Brown before meeting the man I met the work. And it fascinated me. And then to know that he was in the grass doing the Panamana was uh, uh, you know rather exciting for us. Though we didn't meet him at that time, I didn't meet Jeffrey when he was doing the work. But when we saw the hotel, when it was finished and went, you did something that was very unique about it, in the way that the local culture had been captured, preserving the old lovely Art Deco period piece that it is, but bringing in, uh, you know, the huge mural, the temple car, which uh, he got from one of the temples, which he was selling his old temple car down south. And uh, that that was something special. It was very original. It was uh, very different from the 
the other architects, the work that we saw regularly in Bangalore. And uh, after I finished, I did a year of town planning, and I was working with one of the leading architects in Madras, in San Fernando. And uh, Jeffrey Rabbitai said, which is back, that's when he took Parliament project. And I just joined the firm. So it was about six months after my joining the firm, and so I said, wonderful, but you know, I must be loyal to the man I just joined. So I didn't apply. And uh, a few months later, the ad came out again. My father said to me. So I said, now this is the second time he said. And he, my father, wrote a letter to me and said, why don't you apply for this position? And I did. And Jeffy didn't interview me. He was with Pullovers. And, um, you know, you pull out in, in his usual way, you know, uh, talking slower than his mind works. You know, uh, what's it? It's a assess the work that I had done in something, totally fit and perfectly. And what was a great co coincidence, happy coincidence was that four of us from India, Venkat was my classmate, Jeevan was the year senior, and Christopher Narona and I were classmates in Warrior. He went to do his architecture in Delhi, and I stayed on in the class. And he and Venkat had worked together in an office in Bangalore. So all of us landed up. And uh, Ina's house number five was our home for you know, I two and a half years for me. The others left after a couple of years, and fate had it that I stayed on for another five. So I had a stretch of seven years with uh, when Parliament, hotels were all being done. Once when I came to Colombo, I met Jeffrey, and uh, the office was wonderful. It was an absolute, uh, you know, like a family. Lots of fun. We felt that we were back in school and uh, designing whatever you want to design, and you got it built by some sort of miracle. You know, the, the cons there were no constraints placed on Jeffrey by any of his clients because he wouldn't touch them with a barge pole if uh, they tried to straight jacket him creatively. The office was, it had its own sort of character, you know, its own. Uh, and it would, Jeffy loved collecting things. Like you look around this room and you see the lovely stuff that he's collecting, painting, and the artifacts, and things, etc. And everyone who worked in the office were also part of his collection. And he was very jealous of his collection of those who worked for him. And he was very lucky because right throughout his career, he's had wonderful architects who, right from Anura and Fellows and then Angelin, then China. We were there. And then on China and young architects. So he had a wonderful team of architects who handled these various projects, big and small. And they contributed uh, to a greater or lesser degree, depending upon how much they wanted to involve themselves and express their own ideas. In the project. Because he, he never said, no, no, what you're saying is wrong. It has to be done this way. He would look at a solution, a design solution, from every possible angle. And the famous, you know, he'd say, oh, no, no, let's do this. And then, oh, we've got it, we've got it. This is exactly what we're doing. Philip, run up and get these drawings ready. We're off to Ben Tot. And he used to call Lunanga Ben Tot, you know, and tomorrow, and then we go to a hotel and get the drawings ready. So I'd be working at night, taking prints. And I'd drive up, Jeff would have, you know, Driven on ahead, uh, was it to Lunaganga? And we'd meet at the hotel. Oh, Philip, 
Last night I had a wonderful idea. I said, Jeffrey, what about these drawings? Oh, them. <laughs> and then, he, with a shooting stick, you know, he used to have a shooting stick over there, or walking, which would use the walking stick well. And he'd draw a line, you know, in, in the sand and say, Oh, Vijayakanta, who is he? The site engineer. Let's build a wall. A team of masons would bring bricks and cement, and then the wall would be built, and then what height, and then where to put a window. And by the end of the day, a lot had been built. And then we go back to the office and then redo the drawings. So you finally got, uh, well, not with Parliament, but with the other, most of the other projects. It was only when the building was complete that you could actually do the drawings. Because there's so much of, uh, of changes that took place in them. So let me, uh, what shall I say, start off with when I joined the army. We were living in this wonderful number five Alfred Place, Ina's house. And uh, living in the house, you know, uh, Churchill famously said, you know, uh, we first shape our buildings and then they shape us. So when you live in, in a house which has that kind of a character, it uh, grows up. And subconsciously, you know, it makes you uh, very sensitive to uh, what's it, I think, what you're designing. One thing I asked Jeffrey much later, many years later, was which I could have asked him initially, why did you want architects from India? Why, why didn't you get architects from the West? And he said, well, uh, what's it, when I worked in India, I found that the Indian architects I worked with were very receptive and uh, too, uh, to be very receptive to Sri Lankan sort of way of life, culture and context. European architects find it very difficult to fit in. And um, he said, that's why I wanted architects from India. The other thing he said was, I wanted architects who worked in offices where they'd handled large projects in a professional manner, which is what we had. And when the government changed, uh, J.R. wanted a new parliament in Koti, Tikkunjas, the city, and it was Jayawadana, and it was perfect for Jeffrey, an island surrounded by water, he loved water. And uh, that's where Pulogs come in, because Jeffrey without Pulogs would have been half the architect that he was. Pabuzia beautifully uh, sketched up in one of his books the relationship between the architect and the engineer. He drew a rectangle and a diagonal. And the architect was the triangle on the top, and the engineer the triangle below. Both equal. The architect would have more visibility, you know, but the engineer would be the one who supported him. And they were the perfect partnership. Uh, he was not only really a brilliant structural engineer, he handled the administration. And Jeffrey used to say, it's not good enough to design the building, the project, 100%. There's another 100% in getting what you've designed built. So if you, if you can design something beautifully, but in the course of executing it, you can't get it built. Then you fail. And that's where uh, Pulog supported him tremendously. Not only support, he protected him. But Jeffrey was completely free to be absolutely creative, not bother at all about, you know, the bills and whether the client is running out of money or not. And, you know, he will fill into that. Handling things, seeing that, you know, the, the, the office moved, the wheels of the office moved perfectly. 
so that Jeffy had the perfect partner. He couldn't have asked for anyone better. And uh, they would talk for hours every day, which we, I think, they would spend an hour at least. People would come down and they'd be talking about projects and how to handle it. They would have to walk up in the afternoons and, uh, you know, sit in front of below this table discussing some aspect. Because there was, you know, Parliament was government, Rahun University was again government. Rahun took almost seven years to complete. And again, Rahun without Bodhi would not have been possible. Because Bodhi, Bodhi uh, at that time there were, you could say, three teams in the office. Basanta was in Parliament totally. And in Parliament, Beckett and Jeevan, number five was the Parliament office. The living room was the Parliament office. So they were permanently fixed over there. Christopher and I were lucky. We had all the glamorous projects over there. One afternoon, Jeffrey had come up and, you know, he was sitting facing pillows on those cane chairs, you know, with a triangular back, tall, back, curly backs. And he would stretch out his leg, you know, on one of the chairs like this, coughing away in the cigarette. And uh, Jeffrey called me because he was, can't remember what the project was. And we were sitting down discussing and drawing a couple of tea. And then suddenly Jeffrey looked out the window. And he saw this uh, beautiful flight of heroin. You know, the V formation. Oh, look, 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 look. Flight of hell. So beautiful. And uh, Pulog is facing it. What is it? What is it? What is it? Oh, oh, oh. Birds, 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 birds. It was really funny. You know, but for Pulog, it was a fact. Birds, birds, birds. Right. But for Jeffy, it was this beautiful sort of flight of hell to going home after sort of enjoying a day. And he's, I haven't found anybody else like him who, for every sort of second moment of the day, it was either creating something beautiful or enjoying something beautiful. He would look for beauty in the most uh, mundane sort of objects. And uh, Shanti's written, you know, in her book, that Jeffrey was Jeffrey because he read. That's not the first, yes, he did read a lot. Traveled a lot, but mostly his it was his eye. You know, he had a phenomenal eye of uh, analyzing the building. You know, I mean, not not in a very sort of uh, in the sense of an architectural critic, but uh, he would, I think, put himself in the try and put himself in 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 the mind of the architect who designed it and enjoy its beauty. That way. I remember we were once driving down some country road and we passed by a, an old gate place in the street for opening farm. Then we passed by it and then he told Amit to stop, stop and reverse mine. And he said, Oh, Philip, look at that lovely detail. And it was, you know, when two, the leaves of two gates meet, you have, uh, you know, the joint in the middle. But this gate had uh, an angle fixed to it, so the, the joint was covered. And it had the spear point in the top of the angle. So there was a spear exactly in the center of the gate, which you normally never find, because there's a joint there. So we pointed that out. And in a passing vehicle, yeah. we were able to see it, pick it out. And uh, that, that was his, his uncanny uh, it, ability. Uh, the other thing was he, uh, which he once said to me, and uh, which is very true, 
you are passing by Enter the beach on the way to Bedrock, and he was looking at it. And he just turned to me and said, "You know, give me twenty minutes on the site, and I know exactly what to do." And it wasn't a boast; it was an, an absolute statement of fact. He had that uncanny ability to, uh, when he visited the site for the first time, walk around it, look around, and within twenty minutes or half an hour. The concept, what the, the core of whatever he wanted to create, would have been born. So that that is very unique. That is uh, something that uh, I've picked up to whatever extent I've been able to do. I've learned, uh, and uh, the ability to create mistakes into interesting things. Sometimes there will be a contracted mistake, and. Uh, Jeffy would know how to disguise it or make it a feature. The Pullos was brilliant. You know when he got the brief of the parliament. So they sat down together and Pullos told Jeffy, "No local contractor will have to get a foreign firm." And uh, Mitsui had been the contractors for this long career for Jeffy Design for the Expo. So he rang up Mitsui and uh, the legend had he, he picked up the phone and spoke to. Whoever it was, the media was there. So he said, "How would you like to build the new Parliament of Sri Lanka for me?" <laughs> they were on the next flight, <laughs> so it was given to them. And Pullo decided that the limitations. That's the time. That's why then they said, "When we get the architects, we'll work on it." So they Jackie said, "We'll get them from India," and uh, the entire structural design. The services, you know, like air conditioning, electrical, plumbing, everything was given to Mitsui, like a turnkey sort of package, uh, because uh, it made it easier. It could be sourced from Japan, and they had this team of, of Kondo and Sakurai, uh, the liaison architects, and the drawings were meticulous. The Japanese, it was amazing working in the R&B at that time because we adopted completely different. Um, ways of, of handling a project, right from the drawings. Now, I told you in, in the hotels in Triton, where there were local contractors and things, we took drawings. Sometimes we take just the, the structural grid, and from that on-site, Jeffrey would, you know, look and say, "No, let's let's move." For example, uh, the club villa. He moved the building a few feet so that you could see through the coconut trees. Otherwise, you know, the coconut tree would be in line with the window. So, so we moved buildings a lot on site. You never the drawing was done. It's it's sacrosanct. You can't correct it. No, drawing was only a, a drawing was a language by which you communicated with the person who was actually building. Now, in the case of Japanese, the drawings had to be perfect. You know, they needed every single dimension. They had the drawings that were 100% perfect. Now, in the case of let's say a local contractor, you know, a bus. He wouldn't be able to read, you know, English. So you just you had to make the drawings very simple. And the system that the Japanese also used was they eliminated a lot of what you were you learned in architectural school, like the symbols for brick, for concrete, for wood, steel, etc., etc. It simplified the entire thing. There was hardly any writing on the drawing. It was just the drawing, the dimension, and very few symbols. So you could do your drawing ten times faster. Production of the drawings, 
and to be very clear to the person to whom it was handed over to, you know, his speciality, whether he was a carpenter, whether he was a, let's say, an engineer who was doing the concreting or whatever, they, they would understand it perfectly. So, on one side, you had highly technical way of, of uh, executing the parliament project. And, he, and whatever Jeffrey conceptualized and designed, it had to be perfectly drawn. Now, very interesting, you know, in, in downstairs, you have that, uh, you know, there's that uh, rubbing, temple rubbing, you know, with the square, the spiral, which was uh, the, became the uh, entrance doors of the chamber, the silver doors with Surendra, uh, what's it, I think, uh, sculpted, beaten copper and then silver. But that door, the idea of that, uh, came to Jeffrey. Uh, from Norma Tenku, I mean from her house. Norma's husband was the governor of the Central Bank. And in their travels, they had collected artifacts from all over. And she had something from Nepal, a little silver, silvered, uh, beaten silvered relief over there. And Jeffrey saw that. And then he got the idea of the main door of Parliament. And there was this square sort of rubbing, which was also there from one of the temples. And that became the, you know, the, the design. And Jeevan, I remember Jeevan, he actually, it was actually done full scale, you know, to, to the exact, I think it's about 20 feet by 20 feet or whatever. It was done in four sections. Jeevan did the thing. Everything was drawn out, you know, the conchure, the shells. And then the, the preamble of the constitution is there, written in uh, similar English, I think, Tamil as well. So um, they were meticulously done, and they're lucky, of course, to the one who chandelier. And you had Madhusri and his children, you know, on scaffolding, you know, painting the murals as you entered, like the, the you know, temples thousands of years ago, like the artists of that time. And very funny, Jeffrey, you know, uh, that was a project because it had to be finished in two and a half years. JR wanted the parliament finished during his term, first term of president. So there was enormous pressure. And if he once wanted to change something, so we, I remember sitting with him and we were discussing with uh, Sakurai and uh, Sakurai, I think we, we changed, we, we changed in style, whatever it was. And the Japanese almost collapsed. Mr. Baba, everything ordered. Oh, shipper left our Japan. And then, oh, uh, uh, Sakurai, just stop the ship at Singapore and send it back. <laughs> so that's why when, when Sakurai said in Japan, my famous architect, Ken Sakurai, after Krabo, I miss Baba, Kastman, you can understand. So some of the things, uh, you know, they, they couldn't be sent back. And they did a phenomenal job. Yeah, I must tell you that Basanto was phenomenal. Again, as much like Bodhi was to Rahulu, Vasanta was to Parliament, and then the renovation of the old Parliament. I won't take credit for the work that I handled, but I'm talking about the two of them, my colleagues at the time, senior colleagues. Because she was completely loyal. And whenever she went to Jeffrey, of course, you have a huge concrete table, which was white, and so it was, uh, you know, the 
the, the sculpture from Goryai one from Goa, and the other one that was on the right, and Lamini's sculpture in steel with glass, and then all these sheets. And on one hand, she'd have a pencil, and the other hand, he'd have an eraser. <laughs> because, okay, now let's do this, and then it'll be done, and then, hmm, let's try something, and then Vasanta would rub it up. So she was, you know, the most loyal subject, you know, in the kingdom of power. Turner Wickremesinger, who also worked, passed, passed on sadly, uh, was called one day. He was then the chief architect of the SEC, the State Engineering Corporation. And uh, Mr. Premadas, who was Prime Minister, wanted Jeffrey to design uh, the main building that Gamudawa. I don't know whether you've heard of the Gamudawa. The Gamudawa was, uh, it happened once a year. It was the village reawakening program. And the village would be chosen, one of the villages in around the country. And there would be this huge exhibition at the fair, and there would be lots of buildings put up and starting. It was very good, uh, you know, in the novel way of, uh, of seeing the development took place. So this year it was a Nicobelic. And uh, so Jeffy was very excited, oh, come with our word. He looked at it from the point of view of doing something rural for the rural people. Vasanta was, she was so loyal, you know, in the sense that uh, she, she would not you know, try and quietly squeeze in her own sort of, her own ideas and sort of sabotage the project. She was extremely careful to see that and record. Jeffy, last time you had this idea, you had this, you had this, now you want this. Suddenly Jeffy would go back to one of the earlier ideas. So that makes you brilliant. Parliament, uh, she handle it phenomenally and she deserved, her name is on the plaque, you know, her name is on the plaque, which she deserved. So, we designed the Gamudawa, I, I mean, the, the, I, I was the only one, those days it was just well, a one-man show, well, hotels or whatever that is. We had, at our peak time, we had 60-odd people working in the office. And we designed these buildings all in mud, and beautiful, you know, with curved walls and and openings. There was, there was nothing uh, technical about it. There was nothing uh, like steel and glass and stuff. Very much like Piliandana, uh, uh, the Integrity Education Center, where um, brilliant, very low cost because, um, but not low in terms of quality. You know, the way it's been cycled, the way it's laid out, lovely entrance tunnel, you can walk on top. You had those little uh, triangular pyramids that give light down and bulbs inside, so they light up at night. Beautiful. But uh, uh, a brilliant uh, understanding of what uh, architecture for the rural masses would be. And like Gandhi said, find your building materials you know, within 10 or 15 miles of wherever the site is. And we did these lovely buildings, you know, the, the little village, so hall and medical center, school, so a collection of buildings. And then we took prints, and then I painted all the colors, summer and greens and stuff. It was a very nice presentation. And we sent it off to Spare us. And they were very keen to find out you know, what uh, he thought of it. And then Turner came back with the bad news. Jeffrey, I'm sure, didn't like the Jeffrey. 
he was expecting, expecting something like the parliament. <laughs> and Premarasa, you know, wanting to show the rural people because parliament had been done. He wants something new and you can understand his viewpoint. He didn't want something which the villagers were used to, which they'd been living in the same kind of, uh, you know, similar architecture which they would build themselves. He wanted something novel, which was new, which reflected the parliament. So anyway, uh, finally, a uh, sort of miniature sort of pavilion of parliament was designed for the entrance. And uh, that was it. So, Jeffy sort of you know, interest in them. So, we did something and sent it on. But the affairs and many of the other projects, you know, over a period of time, there are lots of changes have been done, and that's sad because you won't find in other countries who are building by Frankenstein where they would change it again from what they originally. One of the reasons is that the management has changed. Agents spent with water fire, another company, whole group. And uh, they've not had access to you know, original photographs, maybe original drawings, or things there. And very important that these tales uh, get back to their original sort of form. For example, Benjamin Beach, we did some renovation, we were asked to do some renovation, and when we went in over there, the staff were all wearing safari suits. It's like corporate executives, not a resort. You know, Jeffrey would like people to be dressed in, you know, wearing batik sarong and the much more cheerful vernacular way of uh, receiving guests from abroad. And there were all these posters hanging up, like to remove this, so that the, the, the purity of having up that stone staircase and then seeing. You know, that exceeding the first thing that you will see and became the menu for the courtyard of the pool through the beautiful and the sea. So these are all, that's why I said he, 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 his eye was so important. Wherever he traveled, he would remember things. Now in Villiamara, for example, there is a little staircase, which is three little rooms. So you know, one day looking at the uh, white book, Brian Gaysville, I was thinking this. How did you come up with this? And he said, Oh, that's a forbidden pavilion in, in, in Beijing. So, you know, he stuff that he'd see. You wouldn't, if you go to Italy, you find the lots of people, you know, this border in the round of name and thing. But he lived in Italy for a long time. And uh, he'd find the influences. So, it was uh, his, his visual memory would. would then enter his sort of subconscious. So then he would come out with completely original ideas. Completely original. It was not that he would, you know, go to film to the pigs and look, ah, that's nice, let's take this and put it over there. That's absolutely rubbish. The, uh, uh, the, because when you work with him, you realize that uh, those ideas would it was like a fountain of ideas. He told me, I asked him, when did you decide to become an architect? Because he came down with the and he said he had been uh, living in Italy and traveling with his cousin, the French cousin, and they went to Spain. And when he saw the Alhambra for the first time, he was absolutely ecstatic about it. And then his cousin told Jeffrey, 
miss your, your vocation, why don't you go and be an architect? I'm an architect. So that's what happened when he went to the AA, became an architect, and then uh, came back over here and bought a partnership with KBC in the and then we passed on. And I think I had been sick in the department. And we then closed on the top. He left in the rooms. Only he was there. He went to his room. And frightened, uh, that's the thing. You know, the shape frightened. It acted funny, you know, the breathing. And I remember once there was this gate. And there was this person uh, there who was coming on the staircase. She was so frightened. And we were watching her to take a few steps and go back. Take a few steps and go back. And you can see this wall of rain, you know, heading from the sea. I mean, it would sweep right through the hotel. And uh, that was a problem. So, Hickman's men said, Jeffrey, what do we do? What do we do? We've got to have some sort of covering refund. And so finally, 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 we hit on the solution. He said, three months of the year, in that weather. That's the time we were in the removal families. So, we got these huge families uh, that Fit the openings with the, the, the part of the ground that faces the, uh, the sea, which is a bit of the water that, from the pool that, that uh, injects in, inside the lung. And we replace also the steam frame, light steam frame, with a pattern in which there are the permanent uh, lozenge shaped grains with the bamboo tap. So the bamboo tap is polythene and plastic over there, so they wouldn't deteriorate. We were kept for those months. And a few, few, the, the, the center panel would be left open, so you would still get that beautiful view, you know, the so-called infinity pool view, as we have in the hotel. I have some lovely pictures on, on the slides at home, speaking of, of uh, people sitting in the pool, framed in the opening of these hands, clapping with each other, looked at the native gentleman to the world. The German things. The one the retired striking especially the different times of, of the year, different times of the day. You know, you see the whole mood of the trailer square for changing. And as it became darker, you know, dust, you know, the thing would light up and the whole space is a little bit different. Interestingly, the uh, there's a little projection, it's disappeared now. Which projected into the pool. And Jeffrey one day saw a fishing boat on the beach. And he said, Oh, wonderful. Let's get that fishing boat and place, place it inside the pool. So the fishing boat, it was wonderful. You know, the building raised cow over there. And the same boat with the stitching. He got the fisherman uh, to uh, use that as the front piece of the bar, the pool bar. With, with two separate antique uh, lanterns over there around the column. And uh, the old in the sense of green, resembling like a Roman encampment. You can see the buildings, different levels all going up. And uh, it's wonderful. It was uh, uh, Ronnie DeMarie, the then finance minister, for his pet project. And uh, it is, uh, there is no university in the south. So it was to develop you know, the youth, give them an opportunity to study and learn. And then you had the housing, 
which is on the other side of the road, the middle, and no one can see. A lot of detailing over there. For example, if you look at eaves, we find that there are extra types. That is why we know these innovation. Because when the water, rainwater, heavy, very heavy downpour, Falls off. There's a lot of presence sometimes the tides break on the edge. We have the corrugated uh, sheets and then the fine tiles. That is Jeffrey Blumfield mentioned. Uh, and Madhra Rainfall is heavier. So as you go down south, you see the old houses, which are seasonally, we find the pitch produced steeper so that we get rid of the, of the water faster. So different architects who handle projects. Contributed in their own way into some of the details. For example, in Bengal, the beach of Mugaki, the lift door was green, then you have beautiful grass strips, curved strips, which were done over. Jeffrey Borneo was done over. And then the mother of Chum. Pharaohs have done totally nonsensical details for the, the rainwater gutter and the supports. So, various architects who worked with him at various times. Contributed, and then of course later on you had China and New York and all the others. The difference uh, between the last generation of architects who worked in this and uh, the time when we were there when Paul was being processed to be in office, uh, the office had one balance. Uh, operations because the country is going through a very bad fact. We had a resurgence of the GDP and global debt we were buying industry. We take on projects we got in uh, our responsibility in seeing what they think and if it's safe, I think in executing those projects. Kandalama said, you know, at least the, the projects on South were within striking distance. And every weekend, virtually every weekend, we can get to then talk to them about it. Or you don't know, which was the sort of real sort of place of refuge. And uh, he would remark, I mean, we spent very often weekends of the working on the United States or whatever sometimes stayed in London. And Jeffrey's daily routine would be have breakfast, he'd have breakfast, and then he'd uh, take a walk. Garden for a couple of hours in the gardens, and then going you know, replanting something, trimming some of the bushes and stuff. And these visitors don't realize how much of effort it takes to keep the garden in the shape that it is. So, these are how they're very interesting. So, <coughs> so, we went and had a look at it, and it was an absolutely very shambles. These tractor tillers parked inside, but it was a beautiful old building more than 100 years. And uh, took the measurements. And then Simon left the Scotland shortly after that. And then I said, Yeah, it can be done, but it will cost a lot of money. And uh, I did a track uh, converting the site to the bedroom, putting in the mezzanines. And there were these two lofts, with six horses, stalls with six horses. And the names were there. 
maybe that will be the mark for you and you it and then we link it up in a smaller locality if you can move it. And he liked what I did and then he said, Philip, you know what, you go ahead. So I had paid fun. If you lose it once in three or four months, see what you have. And then he's really busy with the book. So then we spent another year. Now we had put this building back in its original shape. And the rear wall was you know, out by the foot of the building and it was to collapse. And the trusses were all the loss of uh, you know, termites and so eating up a lot of timber and stuff. So we spent almost a year looking, I don't know how many old buildings, no buildings, looking to the right side of timber to fit perfectly so that they um, renovated, you know, in the, in the pure condition that they built. And we did, we did that. And uh, Find almost four years to get a finish. And I kept the same cement floors, except it's a rooms in the main point. And the uh, saddle rooms, we found some lovely old tools that I got a time in the corner. And we didn't have enough to floor the entire thing, so we had this uh, checkered pattern on terracotta and cement, terracotta and cement. And one of the things is the old wood. If you see the house, the main portion of the stables, you wouldn't see perfect. There are no defamation at all. You look at the new windows with the rear, you see there are little, you know, little curves over there in the roof line because the new windows in the stable. So Lulu again progressed. He said, let's have another little walk. And then we created the Paddy Fields, the other walk to have he was always continuously adding something on in the movement of that uh, That's the place we started back and contemplated on projects that have been done. From the Lama, when I saw the projected because then you know, you can, nature hadn't sort of uh, claimed it. And you could see lots of concrete and stuff. And then after going walking through it at the end of the, the end of the lucky was there, you know was there, and we had lucky dinner together in those guys. But as it was after a few hours that we came up with a little bit what do you think? Uh, the government said, yes, we make a magnificent ruin once nature takes over. And he laughed and he said, that's exactly what I had in mind. We wanted Kandalama to, I don't know whether Chana, I'll be able to give you deeper insight into Kandalama. But you see it now, it's, it's magnificent. You know, it's, it's like this could be a thousand years old. You know, when these are ten years old. Stuff. And you can imagine a thousand years from now, where this should be a period of the time, why that means you know, sort of, uh, you know, you have a lion or a tiger, you know, flicking its tail in one of the rooms, you know, an elephant's having the little, you know, on the food. So it's the, the, there are so many sort of insights. 
many of the other. We did lots of other projects, some sadly never came up to being being instituted. Yes, we've been very lucky. And in the sense that he's had, as I said, okay, he is an exceptional architect who worked with him. He was a whole underground. We did not some drive in the same way and say, and then China and the others. Who were always assisted in, in bringing out the wonderful designs that we have conceptualized. I have one of the, I, I, I didn't say anything about Gadadari um, today. We did a hotel in Gadadari, which never been on the side. Because one of the brothers owed the Sheikh, the Dubai Sheikh, a lot of money. So the other two brothers are bailing out. But I have those, I didn't like, you know, perspective that time, you know, no power. And yet he was leaving at four in the morning. Just that whole night, I can be like, really perspective. Good <laughs> And, uh, then they wanted a house in, uh, in Karachi. So I took the truck, they are there, and hopefully somewhere in the world. So they've never been in the future. Those of you the maze? Yes. And I have another problem getting the extension truck in. You know, that time we never thought of saving. So, I mean, it was there at the back of one's mind, but we, we never think, we always think someone's going to live forever. And, uh, What's it? We get really cheap ads, you know, this yellow paper, yellowish sort of paper. And Jeffrey would call for it and shape it. And, and we would laugh and say, we were sure that Jeffrey never ever did a drawing in life from But there were hilarious stuff. We had drawing Mahindra spinning like a top with, with the gale fighting in the lounge. His uh, the handling clients was uh, that's brilliant. They worked in tandem, Jeffrey, Jeffrey and Philip. Uh, the meeting, now, for example, when the British Council was being done, and in fact, I think somebody was invited to direct the British Council. Uh, they they was just like the second he was taking minutes and minutes and everything. Jeffrey did one end of the conference table and Philip at the other, and Philip was back on, you know. Confusing everybody, the bowling bouncers and walkers, and uh, running the whole show and, and dictating, dictating the minutes to can make me think of the minutes. And definitely the other end, smoking other cigarettes, smiling and laughing at words. You know, the wonderful show. You know, the, the way that they would uh, uh, take over any client, any, any uh, words and run the show. Uh, that was that the wonderful thing about partnership. So this iterative wonderful experience, you know, we uh, couldn't ask for a better better environment. I really pity architecture working you know, in India there was this project, my relative his architect sent and sat down to talk about the project and things. And I asked him what do you think? I do only concepts. I said, what about the detail? Oh, it goes downstairs to our place. So you've got this, this system that somebody just scribbles something, and then somebody else tries to interpret it, and then somebody else scratches his head and does it. And 
firmly failed in your world, inferior architects. Whereas in ARB, we rejected every single thing we designed. The vehicles will form, and so we have to create the example. Mentioning the logo again, like, I mean, and these were the, 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 the permanent players, lucky you know, bothered with her, sort of hand room, password, in lucky Nina were in the creative, Barbara was, you know, in, in her own way, they created the hand room stuff, but lucky with the wonderful, you know, sculpture with mind. In fact, the mural in the Angara in China uh, Jeffrey wanted me to do the mural. And uh, I said, Jeffrey, I can do it. But I said, Lucky would do a far better job. And Lucky is wonderful in drawing the wall like the staircase. But um, there are some, some spaces which really, really take the lounge in Neptune with Lucky's reliefs trees. And then the sculpture and the gate and the basement seating. I mean, but that is such a wonderful place in the evening. We find all the young boys. And we love to sit over there and listen to the music. Then try to, of course, sit on the food and enjoy it. Benjamin Beach had its own. Benjamin Beach made an extremely classic, very classic building. And it, 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 it marks a point in time in Jeffrey's kingdom. Um, it was a real statement. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it may not be spectacular as the but it had its own wonderful The way it designed it looked like the bastion of a fort and then placed it over there. And um, the use. The time when uh, there were no imports, you know, Mr. Bangladesh, when we should at that time. Brilliant expression of everything that is native to them. In terms of concept, in terms of the art, you know, you know, body, the craftsmanship, stone, the wood, the little butterfly, you know, detailing, the joints, the, you know, the uh, glass balls and some fishing nets, and the way that you walk through the views that you get in the river, the sand, it's, it's an absolute classic. And last time when I spent the holiday in January with my cousin in Australia, and so the whole thing was knocked down, and I know what you're going to rebuild. And there, one thing I've got to uh, mention here, so much to tell you this. See, Bodhi was wrongly accused of, you know, putting that with shakes and drop and stuff. But he showed me the letter from the managing director of, you know, not sure whether it was Keynes or what Keynes, who gave an ultimatum. He said, we already ordered two sheets, because they didn't want that space for the that space for scan. So he said, either use it, or I'm virtually likely to get lost. So Bodhi had to, he said, I, I preserved. I had to do this and prevent them from ruining Bento to do any further. So he seems would have the level of the And another hilarious story before I depart. Uh, when when uh, I was doing a 
du willst auch zu werden, du gehst an und gehst in das Haus geboren. Alles in Eisfrieden, in der Gegenwart, in der Schäden, in der Zeit, in der And uh, one weekend uh, we were bent up. I was taking up to him. Jeffrey was going to And he told Ruby and Sean, you did come to the office. He said, Oh, Jeffrey, we're going to get a free deal. They could come and come and have dinner with me. So we waited for them. We were meant to do some renovations. Rooms and Dooney uh, landed up in the little uh, wagon and we were into the boats and the hatch opened and buckets, all sorts of stuff started rolling around and then we were watching this in amazement. And Dooney running asked him, Jesse, that's only baby stuff for the weekend because their child had been beaten. I think it was the second child. And Jesse was going to dance, wondering where the baby is in. Is going to land up at the one there in the evening. So, no. And then we're walking on the path, and then they call him in. I said, Look, what could it be? Shami, play Agamemnon. We can't have those trees. We've got to cut them off. Sakri, if you ask me, get him to cut down the tree. We demolish the building to save the tree. No one said that. All these ants, all these ants and insects and spiders, etc., 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 and they fight for the healing. And I had this uh, double barrel of uh, broadsides from the Tuni and from Chami, and I told him, let's see you try it. So on the little terrace, favorite corner, just to sit down and have our drinks. Harold could come and we were goblets over there. And after some time, they looked at each other and decided to broach the topic of the trees. And fortunately, I had a Few minutes to Jeffrey of them. And I warned him, I said, Jeffrey, don't come under your time. I said to him, okay, you're going to try and persuade him to talk about it. Good heavens, never. I said, yes, I'm warning you in advance. Be prepared. Good one, be prepared. When they launched their broadsides at him, I said, what tree shall be true? Oh, you mean that beautiful tree, the wonderful tree. And Jeffrey described, as I said, the entire design was woven around these trees over there, and the shape of character. We had the birds over there chirping, and, and he just demolished all their, uh, what's it, their arguments. And finally said, in a very serious tone, Shamhi Abudi, if you want me to design your house, those trees remain where they are. That was it. Nothing was said after that. We would like to thank the trustees of the Jeffrey Bauer Trust and our generous patrons and sponsors for the Bauer 100 program. This podcast is copyrighted to the Jeffrey Bauer Trust, all rights reserved. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to us at archive.gbtrust.net. We would love to hear from you. To find more resources on Jeffrey Bauer, attend our events or volunteer, you can visit our website or follow us on social media. Please hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to leave us a review because this helps people find us more. Until next time, take care.